0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God from St. John chapter 1 where we read, The next day John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is God's Word it is not polite to stare so we are taught as children I remember one moment very vividly when I must have only been about four or five years old because I was with my grandma Roosh and she passed away when I was six years old and we were at the old Shopko building. Many of you remember the old building behind the one that's right north right now. I remember I was in there with her and there was a man in a wheelchair who was a double amputee. And I remember saying to my grandma, look! And pointing at the man in the wheelchair. And Of course, my grandmother was... Rightly terrified and said, Shmat, it's not polite to point and stare. And I remember thinking at that age, what was wrong with that? I was sure this man must have a fascinating story to tell. What had caused him to be in that condition? I wanted to know more. It was the curiosity of being a child. Obviously, as an adult, I understand that that was socially incorrect. As a pastor, I kind of become accustomed to stairs. It's an occupational hazard of wearing this. I'll never forget one instance when I was at a parish in Minnesota, when we had a group of family coming to our house for the weekend. I think it might have been around Sophia's birth, And I was walking out of the liquor store carrying a case of beer in my collar. And there was a guy at the gas station right next door pumping his gas. And he just kind of looked at me. And his eyes followed me coming out of the store. And I swear gas started falling out of his tank as he was watching me. Children, naturally, will ask about it. And what a wonderful conversation starter. Pastor, why do you wear that? And I tell them. Let's people know what I do. And of course it results in me getting the occasional hello father when I'm at the hospital or out in public. We may be taught that it is not polite to stare. That that is socially unacceptable. But John the Baptist's Declaration about our Lord Jesus Christ, grant each of us permission. More than that, urge us to look upon the Lamb. Behold, John says, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That word behold in our English is kind of an obsolete word, not the sort. You would use in everyday conversation. But you get the gist of it. Look. Pay attention. Take notice of the one who is before you. This one. He's the Lamb of God. He says it twice in our text. Behold the Lamb of God. And you should already know that when the Bible repeats something, it is worth remembering. This one, John says, this is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, says to his brother, we have found the Messiah. Andrew, Simon, and so many others looked upon Jesus, that Lamb of God, and followed him. Went where he went, listened to his words, and watched the mighty deeds he performed. That is indeed why the church. Exists. It is why we come here. That we might heed John the Baptist's words to behold, to look upon Jesus, the one who is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And with these words, John explains why Jesus has come. For we do not behold the one who is a great teacher, though he was indeed a great teacher. We do not behold the one who is a worker of miracles, though he was indeed a worker of miracles. We behold, in the words of John, the Lamb of God. And John would transport us right back to Old Testament Israel And the Passover. Where the Lord God commanded Moses and the people of Israel to take a lamb. One year old without blemish. To sacrifice it and place its blood on the doorposts and the lintel of your home. To roast that lamb and eat it with bitter herbs. And to be prepared for the Lord's deliverance out of Egypt. Indeed by the sacrifice of those lambs the angel of death passed over. The people of Israel. And yet, every lamb that was ever sacrificed in Israel served this purpose to point to the one who is the Lamb of God. The one who is sacrificed that death for eternity might pass over us, that we would be freed from the judgment of the Lord. That we might be rescued and delivered from our bondage of sin, death, and the devil. Behold, look upon Jesus, who is that Lamb. How often do we become like naughty children who think it's not polite to look? and point who have had our hands slapped. For that is indeed what the devil wants nothing more than to do. To tell you it's not polite to look. And so our gaze shifts away from Jesus. We seek other things to fulfill our time and our attention We think other sacrifices of some sort will be pleasing to God. As though we can somehow escape sin, death, and the devil by being good people, putting enough in the offering plate, helping people when the time arises, and looking at ourselves and saying, I've done a pretty good job. But that doesn't suffice. Satan would have you look at yourself, get wrapped up in your own situation, your own weakness, or your own strength, your own failing, or your own success. He would have you dwell on yourself, anything that shifts your gaze away from that Lamb of God. The writer to the Hebrews urges us to fix our eyes on Jesus. The author and perfecter of our faith. The one who endured the cross, despising its shame. We as the people of God belong with eyes fixed on Jesus. Jesus in his death and Jesus in his resurrection. Not only is it polite to stare, to look, to behold, it is necessary for dwelling On your own problems or reveling in your own successes will not free you from death. But the one who takes away the sin of the world does. Those lambs sacrificed at the Passover were to be, as I mentioned already, without blemish. Without defect. You couldn't have a lamb with a gimpy leg. Or a funny growth on it of some sort. It was to be the best of what you have. And yet even those lambs of Israel could not do what the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world does. For those lambs died And remain dead. But the one who takes away the sin of the world has overcome death and the grave and lives and reigns victorious for you and for me. The grave could not hold him in, death could not keep him down. He lives, Jesus lives, and therefore our victory is won in him. There's no better place. For your eyes to be fixed, nor better for you to look than on the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world. And so I invite you this morning, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, children of the Father, heirs of the kingdom... Whatever is shifting your gaze this morning, be it pride or be it shame, be it supposed strength or supposed weakness, whatever it is occupying your time, your worries, your thoughts, your life. Bring it all to the one who takes away the sin of the world, for he is the lamb. Look on him. In your time of fear, look on the lamb. In your time of grief, look upon the lamb. In your time of struggle, look upon the lamb. In your time of self-righteousness, Look upon the Lamb. In your time of frustration, look only upon the Lamb. For the one who takes away the sin of the world takes away your sin. You know, that, that, that word, the world, is a beautiful word. Because it means everyone, naturally. He takes away every sin. But let it never be doubted. Let it never be forgotten. That when Jesus is the one who takes away the sin of the world, that also means he is the Lamb of God who takes away your sin behold the lamb of god who takes away mark's sin behold the lamb of god who takes away aaron's sin behold the lamb of god who takes away miles's sin Behold the Lamb of God who takes away Michael's sin. Behold the Lamb... You guys are wondering who I'm going to look at next, right? Behold the Lamb of God who takes away Bob's sin. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away Maria's sin. Insert your name. Your sin. Taken away because the Lamb of God means death passes over you. It has no power over you. Though death can take your life And the ground can hold your body, it cannot do so for eternity. Because this lamb, Jesus Christ, died and lives again. So look, it is indeed more than polite, it is good. That each of us should look on the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. To know that all that this Lamb does is for you. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.